BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. When you look at mid-major at-large bids in the NCAA tournament over the years, like if you go back to 2012-2013, 16 mid-majors got at-large bids to the tournament. But really, over the last 10 years, the average number of mid-majors is like five that get in. And we'll see what happens this year. Look at the Mountain West. I mean, all these teams like San Diego State, Boise, Nevada, the Lobos of New Mexico, and the Aggies of Utah State all want bids. But what do you bet? At best, four get in. Even three or two could be the count. You look at schools like St. Mary's in Florida Atlantic, you think they'll get an at-large. Some people think the A-10, who usually gets several at-large bids, this year might just get one bid. That would be the first time that's happened since 2005 that the A-10 only got one in. So let's look at all the conferences and see who's going to be in. Like, you would think that they'd be a lock to get into the tournament. In the ACC, it should be uh, Miami, Duke, NC State, and Pitt, right? I mean, Pitt's going to get anywhere between an 8 seed and an 11 seed, and I think they're tough. NC State's coming off a thumping at Boston College over the weekend. The Wolfpack rolled the Eagles by 30, 92-62. NC State at worst an 8 seed. They got big games coming up against Wake Forest, North Carolina, and Clemson. And then they go to Syracuse and Duke. None of that's going to be easy. I thought Duke got jobbed at Virginia, losing in overtime the whistle at the end uh, on the Kyle Filipowski uh, drive to the hole that never happened. Like, you know, they didn't call anything. There was a clean block maybe by Beekman or did he hammer him? Uh, I thought he got fouled. They didn't give him any love at all, no call, and then they lost in overtime. Afterwards, the ACC said uh, they made a mistake at the end of regulation, so Duke got screwed. Shire's team is 17-8. They're looking at a seven seed. Miami's won four in a row. They've beaten Vatek, Clemson, Duke, and Louisville. Uh, those games were at home. It always helps. I'll tell you what, I mean, I think North Carolina has work to do. I'm not a buyer in Clemson. They had back-to-back losses to Miami and North Carolina and gave up 169 points. 
Wake Forest is another team that's on the bubble. I mean, they got by Georgia Tech by 171-70 at home, but they had a last-second free throw to win the game. Uh, They just haven't been impressive enough for my tastes. What about the Big 12? Locks would be Kansas, Texas, Iowa State, even though they got whacked by Oklahoma State over the weekend. Baylor should be in. K-State should be in. I think TCU should be in. I don't think West Virginia should be in. And I don't think Oklahoma State should be in, even though they seem to give everybody problems. I'll tell you what, though. The Cowboys are hot. They've won four in a row. And up next, they host Kansas. Think about this. Bob Huggins' team, when's the last time you saw them lose by 34 points? They got whacked in Austin. I mean, West Virginia's lost to some big 12 rivals. They've lost to Purdue and Xavier. They beat Iowa State, TCU, Auburn, and Florida. But you get whacked by 34 in Austin by the Longhorns. It's just not a good look optically. So who's in from the Big East? Automatic, you got Marquette, Xavier, and Danny Hurley's UConn Huskies. I think Providence gets in. Creighton's been good enough. Uh, they've had big wins. They beat UConn by 356-53 in Omaha over the weekend. They've won eight in a row. Seton Hall's 15-11. and 11. They got work to do. They host Georgetown, and then they play UConn in stores. So who's automatic from the Big Ten? Obviously, Purdue. Indiana's getting in. So is Rutgers. I think Illinois gets in. My guess, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan State all get in. How do you leave Northwestern out after they beat Purdue 64-58? to 58? My guess is Wisconsin and Penn State don't make the field. I mean, Tom Izzo's team went to Columbus and spanked the Buckeyes 62-41. That was impressive. Maryland's 13-1 and at home, and that loss was to UCLA. So you don't have to worry about them getting in. I think the Iowa Hawkeyes get in just because they shoot so many threes and score a lot. They're exciting to watch. They're a tournament team. Illinois has got big road games coming up against Penn State and Indiana at Assembly Hall in Bloomington. Rutgers had tough losses. Steve Peichel's team fell at Indiana and then lost by nine at Illinois. But I still think they're automatically going to be in this tournament. They're a very good team, and especially on the defensive end. And Woodson's Hoosiers have won eight of nine and a huge win at Chrysler in Ann Arbor over the weekend. Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen Hood Shafino combined for almost 50 points. They had 49 points. And the rest of their teammates had 13. So what about the Pac-12? Obviously, Arizona and UCLA are getting in. Is USC? That'll be interesting. And what about Oregon? The Ducks finish out their season by playing five games against the Pac-12's bottom half of the league. USC has lost two straight, and their next two are at home against Cal and Stanford. They should get right in those games. So what about the SEC? Alabama and Tennessee are automatically in. 
And Auburn's going to get in. I think Missouri's tough enough. Sketchy for me on Arkansas. I don't think A&M gets in. And I got to tell you, I don't think John Calipari's Kentucky Wildcats get in either. And you have to start asking the question, are they going to move on from John Calipari in the offseason? That seven-point loss at Georgia was ugly. I don't think Mississippi State gets in. I don't think Florida gets in. Obviously, uh, you're going to get Houston in from the American. I think, you know, Memphis still has work to do, but my guess is they slip in. You got to have San Diego State in from the Mountain West, and they're going to make Boise, Nevada, New Mexico, and Utah State work their ass off down the stretch to get an at-large. A five-point loss at uh, San Jose State certainly hurt Utah State in their chances. That loss by 12 at Air Force really hurt New Mexico. Steve Alford's Nevada Wolfpack have won four straight, and they had a nine-point win over San Diego State at home. So you'd think that they would slip in. They have a huge road game in Logan against Utah State here. I actually think Boise State has a kick-ass defense. They got 19 wins, and they're still hovering around that, you know, last four by type team trying to stave off everybody and get a bid. So what about everybody else? Well, I'm giving Gonzaga and St. Mary's bids, and I got to have Florida Atlantic in this tournament. They've had a great season. They're 24-2. and Put them in the tournament. Let's stop effing around here. And there's no way I'm leaving Charleston out of this thing. They go into the week 24-3. and So tonight there's several ranked teams playing. A good one in Providence, Rhode Island is number 23 Creighton on fire right now. Plays number 20 Providence. Creighton 11-3 in the Big East. Providence 10-4 in the Big East. That's going to be a great game. Number 22 NC State is at Syracuse at the Dome. The Wolfpack 10-5 in conference. Cuse 8-6 in the ACC. Nebraska plays in Piscataway against Rutgers at the Rack. The Huskers suck. Rutgers 8-6 in Big Ten play. This should be easy work for the Knights. Number nine, Kansas is at Oklahoma State. It's a den of iniquity in Stillwater at Gallagher-Iba. The Cowboys are 7-5 in the Big 12. Kansas 8-4, but 20-5 overall. And then you've got... Number 12, Kansas State going to Norman to take on Oklahoma tonight. The Sooners, a dismal 2-10 and 10 in Big 12 play. The Wildcats are 19-6 and 7-5 and in conference play. There's more good games tomorrow featuring ranked teams on Wednesday. Number 8, Virginia's at Louisville at the Yum Center. Number 18, Indiana. The Hoosiers, 18 and 7, 9 and 5, coming off the win against Michigan Play at Northwestern in Ryan Arena in Evanston, of course. The Northwestern Wildcats, the stunning win over Purdue on Sunday. They're 9-5 in the Big Ten. So is Indiana. Number three, 
Alabama's at number six, Tennessee at Thompson Bowling in Knoxville. What a game that's going to be. Bama 12 and 0 in the SEC. The Vols 8 and 4 in the SEC. Bama's 22 and 3 overall. Then you've got Number 13, Xavier at number 10, Marquette at the five serve in Milwaukee. Marquette's 12 and 3 in the Big East. Xavier 11 and 3. Both teams are great. Number 17, TCU's at Iowa State in Ames. TCU 6 and 6 in the Big 12. Iowa State 7 and 5. And finally, number 25, San Diego State is at Fresno State in Fresno. The Aztecs are 11 and 2 in the Mountain West. Fresno's 5 and 8 in the Mountain West. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 